Welcome to Small Biz Flash, where owners and managers get their briefing on small business news, trends, and insights to make better decisions and increase their business's value. I'm your host, Adam Hewitt. Thanks for joining me. If you're like most small business owners, you make deals on nearly a continual basis with customers, vendors, and even employees. After the news roundup, we'll examine some strategies to strengthen this vital skill. All right, let's dive in. The August job numbers were released last week by the U.S. Labor Department, showing overall employment increased by 315,000 jobs, even while the unemployment rate ticked up to 3.7% because more people are getting back into the labor force. Continuing a trend for most of the year, big companies are continuing to hire while smaller companies struggle to retain workers. The ADP National Employment Report, also released last week, showed businesses with 1 to 19 employees lost 47,000 employees in August. Businesses with 20 to 49 employees and those with 50 to 249 employees added to their numbers, however. You can see more details on this and all other news stories by going to the links in the show notes. Many small businesses are on shaky financial ground, according to Fundbox. 74% reported a cash flow issue within the past year, according to the survey of over 1,500 small business decision makers. Nearly 40% of them would have to close their doors within two months if cash flow dried up. Nevertheless, 73% agree that they understood all of their options for managing cash flow. Small companies advertising on Facebook have new tools to help them more effectively target prospects. Meta is offering its Advantage Plus automation and AI technology for individual ad placements, allowing advertisers to generate up to 150 creative ad combinations at once. Since Apple began ramping up privacy options on iOS by letting users block trackers, some social media platforms have taken a revenue hit as it's become much more difficult for companies to target specific customer segments. Advantage Plus ads, however, will adjust for each viewer based on the version the user is most likely to respond to. Small business owners, your finances are the cornerstone of your business. You need a bookkeeping partner who will keep your AP, AR, and financial statements on track. SBS Accounting and Advisors are pros at managing small business finances. For 16 years, they've been helping owners just like you make better decisions and grow their profits. Go to their website today to set up a free 30-minute consultation, sbsaccountants.com. Use the promo code FLASH and get 20% off your setup fee. Again, that's sbsaccountants.com. Small business owners have to be versatile, especially in the early days when their companies are just starting off and staff are small. Owners must take on many of the roles in the organization themselves. The wide variety of functions owners undertake include marketing, legal, HR, and finance. All these, and many more aspects of running a small business, involve negotiations. Owners who develop their negotiating skills will run more profitable companies and have a leg up on the competition. In their bestseller, Getting to Yes, 
Negotiating Agreement Without Giving In, first published in 1981, authors Roger Fisher, William Urey, and Bruce Patton outline several tactics key to successfully reaching a deal. Let's discuss just two of them today. First, avoid what the authors call trench warfare, which is when both sides stake out a position early on and then defend it fiercely, reluctant to make any concessions. This mindset presupposes a zero-sum game and is the opposite of a problem-solving, win-win approach. Trench warfare will rarely bring about an optimal solution for either side as it spirals downward into a psychological battle of who is going to win just for the sake of winning. Avoid it at all cost. If you see that the party you're bargaining with has a trench warfare mentality, try to show how the deal can grow the size of the pie and demonstrate that you're negotiating in good faith to legitimately find a solution that is palatable for both sides. If that doesn't work, you could step away from the negotiations for a time to see if that helps the other party get a better perspective. The second tactic goes hand-in-hand with the first. Remember that people negotiate and people are not purely rational beings. We have emotions and we are subjective. Two different people, one representing the buyer and one a seller, may see the exact same situation in a completely different way. When negotiations are lengthy, complex, or stressful, it's particularly important to remember how the human element affects the dynamics. If emotions are running high, trying to plow through by laying out facts may not be the best strategy. Instead, you need to practice actively listening to the other side to really hear what the other party is saying and feeling. How do they perceive you and the situation? What does the other party need out of this negotiation? Are you being empathetic to their plight? If you are genuinely concerned about helping the other party reach their goals too, and they sense that on an emotional level, you have taken great strides towards reaching a successful outcome. Thanks for listening to Small Biz Flash. I'm your host, Adam Hewitt. If you enjoy the show, please help me expand its reach by telling one other person about the podcast. I sure do appreciate it, and I'll see you next week.